This is a download from BFM 89.9, the business station. It's that time of the morning once again at 9.37 on a Wednesday, which means it's time to crack out those whips and hear people. Because it's time for the SNM show. Every Wednesday, we have Salvatore Dali, who's here with us. Hello. Hello. Yes. Yeah, yeah. For once, uh, when the stock that we're talking about, we actually have a lot of people sc- screaming around this stock. Oh, of course. Yeah, they're all going. Oh, there we go. Somebody <laughs> else just bought it. Including all the members of EPF, I think. <laughs> <laughs> There's even more people right now. We are talking about FGV, okay? Or Felder Global Ventures. Now... FGV is acquiring a 37% stake in Indonesia's PT Eagle High Plantations for about 680 million ringgit in cash and shares. The deal includes... Sorry, sorry, sorry. I think you're... uh, 680 million... USD. USD. Million uh, dollars, that is. Sorry, not ringgit. Uh, so, under the proposed acquisition, uh, Felder Global Ventures will be about $632 million in cash for 30% and 95 million new FGV shares for the remaining 7% stake in uh, the company. So, they basically, in summary of the deal, uh, there's some exchange of shares and, and FGV. Also cash. And cash and FGV would end up as a substantial shareholder of uh, Eagle High Plantation. A little bit of. Shares a lot more cash. Cash, yes. yes. One, no. one, one billion, right? No, yeah. Eagle High is actually owned by uh, Rajawali Group, yes. Which is uh, important. You see, uh, we 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 read a lot of uh, business articles on on you know scrutinizing this deal, but not much has been said about the person behind Rajawali Group. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes, Peter Sondak. Yeah, who is one of the richest. Men in well, Indonesia, six, uh, f- yeah. six richest Indonesia. That's mm-hmm. right, and maybe you can shed some light on Peter. Well, I only know from what I read in the press, uh, which is that actually the Rajawali Group has been around for a long time uh, mm. since the Suharto era, and mm. that's why they are into everything in Indonesia, telcos, uh, TV, and banking, and all that. Right? Uh, uh, in fact, they own RCTI, which is a very uh, p- popular Indonesian TV station. So, um, and he's also the Indonesian advisor to PM Najib. And, and so he is moving around very powerful circles uh, yes. in Indonesia and yes. Malaysia. Advisor to the PM or Najib? Or advisor to Najib? I, advisor Indonesian to Najib on Indonesian affairs. Okay, right? that's very powerful, isn't it? Of course. <laughs> And, and and unbeknownst to many, because we just read the news, right? And, and we don't, we haven't actually uh, been exposed to the deeper analysis of this. Mm. He's they have Rajawali hasn't been a longtime shareholder of Eagle High. Exactly. This yeah. is uh, the two part. One is the the role of Peter. The second part that I want to highlight is okay. that it's not like Rajawali has this plantation forever. You know. You mean they just got it last September? Okay, that means and then uh, it's a it's a kind of an RTO thing, and immediately, uh, naturally, it, it needed some capital injection. Okay. They did a massive six for one rights. When was this? Uh, September, was October, November. It was oh, okay. proposed uh, and completed in December. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Completed in December last year, right? Right. That's right. The rights are six for one, you know, oh. not one for six, you know, six <laughs> rights for one. You know. The rights basically was priced at four hundred rupiah. Okay, so if you look at 400 rupiah... And, the in, and, and our... Felder Global... Felder 
is paying like good almost. days. Uh, Global Ventures uh. is offering rupiah seven hundred and seventy-five, almost eight hundred rupiah for uh, barely six months after the deal closed. Um, oh. I mean, the rights issue closed. So the question wow. is: Is uh, Peter Sondag flipping? Yes, one thing right? is uh, it's it's very easy to say this is a this is a flipping deal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I did not mean it that way. <laughs> deal for flipping, I mean. <laughs> A deal that has been flipped. Yeah. Uh, yes. So these 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 are two things. The third thing is that uh, I want to highlight um, is that it, usually this is only a heads of agreement. It's not an S and P. Okay. What's the signing. difference? Big big heads of agreement. It means that you have an intention to negotiate and you allow me to do do you D, right? And in most cases you. Probably like only need to if you need to pay uh, a deposit, an earnest deposit, just to show your sincerity. Mm. It's usually between five to ten percent. They, <laughs> FGV paid a twenty-three percent deposit on a based on a heads of agreement, which which I think is w- why. Can you actually walk away from that twenty-three percent? So I'm not sure. Back? I would need, I need to see what was the was that a. Uh, like if we don't go through a deal, is the is the deposit amount refundable? Refundable, yes. Right. Usually it is lah, right? Mm, but yeah. it's not clear. And, and then I don't see why you need to pay such a high deposit amount of tra- of the value transaction. And is it the case that what would happen now is that people like uh, EPF and all the other minority shareholders have to vote on this, right? Oh yeah, there are a lot of uh, obstacles to this. All right. Uh, one is that you have to get through your own side first, uh, the FGE side, your shareholders, and then the minority shareholders, uh, and also you need the clearance from from the local uh, authorities. authorities. Mm. But the biggest obstacle has to be from the Indonesian stock exchange. Mind you, there the FGE is going to end up with thirty-seven percent, which is going to be the largest stake. Compared yeah, to the Rajawali Group, although only they have the largest stake, they are not going to be the controlling okay, one, isn't it? it? Yes, because Rajawali Group will only end up with the twenty-eight and a half percent, and the, they keep saying this is a non-controlling stake. You have to convince Indonesian stock exchange officials that thirty-seven percent, but non-controlling. I am non-controlling. <laughs> okay, well, because that that will save you from uh, making a geo number one. Okay, okay, which is very very important because if you have to make a geo, that's almost. The entire market cap, doubling, you know, the the entire value of the deal already mm-hmm. more than uh, they, what yeah du- more than mm, double the, the double, entire yes. value. Of the deal. So thirty seven percent. So if the Indonesian stock exchange were to make the waiver and say that this is not a agree with them that is non controlling, mm. this will set a precedent. Everybody will come and say that I am not non controlling. And the, yeah. And this that's to bypass the the yeah. So I don't. So I think the Indonesian stock exchange will not. It's highly unlikely because I don't see any uh, extenuating circumstances to say that this is a non-controlling stake and just by virtue of calling Rajavali the controller. Yeah, I think the regulatory risk there over in Indonesia is uh, something that you would have to think about because as early as uh, as recent as September last year, they were uh, to- already talking about placing limits on foreign shareholding in plantation yes. stocks yeah, over yeah. there. Mm. Uh, banks as well. Uh, I think people like CIMB and Maybank have to contend with this kind of ruling and has to uh, go around and get exemptions for that because they hold like big stakes in the Indone- Indonesian banks over there. And recently o- also uh, with the iron 
ore sector, right? Mm. Uh, the government actually restricted the export of raw iron ore. So they're doing a lot of things over there uh, from a regulatory viewpoint to control uh, their ownership of all these strategic assets. Yep. So if you look at on, on, on this, you can attack the deal from so many angles as saying that this is not going to go through. All right, mm. but the market is, has already whacked more than ten to twelve percent off the uh, share price of FGV. Now this deal is only worth what two point eight billion mm. ringgit. Ringgit, right? Mm. Uh, by losing ten percent in market cap, that's five billion ringgit approximately. Yeah. So that's already a lot more a than lot what more. the deal, <laughs> you know, uh, is 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 worth. So firstly. Um, if there are any funds that may be interested in FGV, all right, already before this deal, uh, this might be an oversold situation. Mm. Number one, mm-hmm. all right. Number two, from what we have uh, basically explained uh, and what the press and analysts have been, you know, claiming, uh, it is it's very difficult for this deal to go through, right? So if the deal is not going to go through, you're going to get a very strong rebound. When okay. the deal is around, because you're losing five billion in market cap on a deal that is worth two point eight billion, but of course, having said that, you have to maybe like you, if you're punting, you have to be going in on that you actually like FGV, like. <laughs> Uh, yeah, which is uh, what I want to bring up as well because I, I see your point about uh, that uh, uneven kind of market sell down and the value of the deal, uh, but I think the the risk of corporate governance issues, right, uh, go uh, goes beyond that because you you may be valuing the risk of corporate governance as exactly that double of the value of the deal, and who knows uh, the question that is to be asked is whether FGV management will continue to, you know, s- screw around with the shareholders. <coughs> That's putting it very mildly, yeah. actually, you yeah. know, yeah. because it's, uh, like, it's huge. Um, for FGV to be able to take all this, uh, it's it's going to be quite huge because right now, uh, an analyst has already said that this acquisition could dilute Felder's net profit for its 2016 uh, fiscal year by about 10%. Okay. That's yeah. one thing. Its gearing level is going to be crazy. It's going to fly off the roof. Yeah, uh, earlier forecast of fifty-one percent, it will increase to a hundred point, hundred and two percent. You know. Yep. I have to be f- fairer to the management of uh, FGV. Actually, what they are trying to do is an, uh, it's a good thing strategic wise is that you um, you're not going to find huge tracts of land anymore in Malaysia. Okay. Okay. That's one thing. So you have to go to Indonesia because it's the best. Well. Very plentiful, yeah, uh, plentiful, abund- right. abundant over there. Uh, so, and uh, there are not many willing sellers of substantial tracts okay. of plantation land. You know, so if you were to come across some opportunity, you may try to structure it, and it's okay to pay a premium. I do mm. believe mm. Um, the the valuation of seventeen thousand four hundred US per planted hectare is a bit high, but. Uh, if you take into account that this is based on 137,000 hectares of planted, there is another 260,000 hectares of reserves yet to be planted. Well, the 17,000 is actually cheaper than what Saim Dabi and IOI paid uh, for their recent acquisitions. Uh, they were paying over 20,000 yes. per hectare for that. Yes. So I do believe that because, look, nobody is going to get into the plantation uh, for one, two years. All right? If you're going to look at the longevity of the, of the thing, and and 
huge tracts of land are not going to come, you know, every six months or so to your table. So in terms of strategic wise, and even in terms of valuation wise, I, I don't think it's that excessive per se. Um, the the thing is that you are buying into something and offering seventy two percent premium to the last market traded price on a deal that was like a, a recent RTO back in September. Can you imagine if if Rajawali had had invited? FGV to to participate in this in the last RTO back in September, mm. you would have saved a lot of money, half probably. Mm. <laughs> you know, so they are somebody as as big as FGV or any kind of big plantations company. You have to ask yourself, why weren't you earlier to scout for deals? These deals don't go, you know, hidden, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Um, if Rajawali Group can do it, you know, do it yeah. with them yeah. way it before, it right? It seems a bit rushed, don't you think? The whole thing, yes. Uh, it seems like you know, hey, I'm going to do this deal. I'm, okay, I can't, I can't say down there. Right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The other, anything. the other interesting thing is uh, the EPF position, but I guess uh, we got to explore that in future episodes. Yeah. Meanwhile, Credit Suisse has already downgraded Felder Global Ventures to an underperform from neutral. This morning, the share price currently at this point in time down 1.7% or 2 cents down to 1 ringgit 70. When we come back, we'll talk about the song you've chosen on uh, BFM 89.9. Welcome back. It's the SNM show right now. Every week, uh, Dali chooses song. What song do you choose uh, today? What song do you choose today? The Sambal Rock Band. Oh, really? Yeah, Red Hot Chili Peppers. <laughs> Okay, and the song is under the jambatan. Okay, why do you choose that song? Right? I just love it. <laughs> I don't know. Just like the song. Yeah. Ah, okay la. So don't forget, yeah, every Wednesday at uh, nine thirty, just after nine thirty AM news, we're gonna have uh, Salvatore Dali here with us for the S and M show, and uh, we'll take you through stocks and market. But to take you all the way out till news at ten o'clock in the morning, here comes the Sambal Chili Band or whatever it is you were saying, Dali. Don't forget to catch all of him. Uh, he's also available at malaysiafinance.blogspot.com. So, till next Wednesday, once again, I'm going to leave you with the red hot chili peppers. This is Under the Bridge. Sometimes I feel like I don't have a partner. Sometimes I feel like my only friend. Is the city I live in The city of angels Lonely as I am Together we cry Thank you for listening to this podcast To find more great interviews Go to bfm.my Or find us on iTunes BFM 89.9 the business station.